friends, it's Kimberly here with Specialty Care Management and Reiki and Coaching. So I had a wonderful lunchtime break at our local chamber event where I really got to meet with some fantastic people. And my booth mate, uh, my next door neighbor at the booth, was really fantastic to meet with her. She's got a great business concept and that is she does the networking for businesses. Um, who, you know, some, sometimes it's, sometimes it can be a real challenge to network, right? And we tend to make it a bigger thing than it is. So I have some tips to share with you today. Um, fantastic concept. It seems like outsourcing your, your, uh, basically it's a function of sales. Um, sounds like a good concept at any rate. Um, I do like that she coupled that with a representative uh, from the company that she was representing, which I think is a fantastic way to really help uh, someone. So if we have, for instance, in the case where maybe you as, as a sales executive or as a business owner have a hard time with networking and really kind of putting your, yourself out there uh, then, you know, coupling, joining forces with somebody who has that as a strength can be a real smart move. Outsourcing it all together, I don't think that's a good thing. Why? Because people really want to get to know you. Who are you as a company and as an individual? Because we can't be somebody different individually than we are in our companies. We can't. When we, when those two, when the personal and the business is has some synergy, some synergy, and um, you know has the same kind of philosophy and message, super powerful. So I have some tips to share, and one of those is borrowing confidence. Uh, and I think, you know, sometimes we talk about confidence as being very forward, and powerful, and dominant doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, so some of the most, I would say, charismatic people I know are introverted, right? But the difference is and why they're charismatic is because they can really focus on the people that they're with, the people that they're talking with, the people that they want to meet. So the real trick is in focusing on others, right? And sometimes that we feel like we lack the confidence necessary to be able to share our message or put ourselves out there. And in that kind of an instance, it's a great thing to borrow confidence and sidetracking just a little bit. I'll bring it back around, I promise. This morning I had a delicious conversation with my daughter who has a fantastic uh, intern. Uh, um, she, she's a summer intern for a fantastic company. So huge opportunity for her. And um, we were talking about some challenges that she's having. And, and one thing that really struck me uh, was that the, there's a phenomenal leader that she's working with. And this leader didn't jump in and fix her problem for her. She didn't jump in and tell her what to do, right? But she did give her a tool for how to help her uncover the solution to this thing that she's kind of hung up on, which I took that and put that in my learning bucket. That's a fantastic uh, trait of a leader who develops people. 
right? As a parent, we don't always rush in and fix things for our kids. It's the same thing. If you're a CEO, an executive, a boss, a manager, whatever, not always stepping in to, to do it for your people. That's not only gonna burn you out, but you're not gonna develop people that can stand on their own two feet and help shoulder the work that's gonna help you scale and grow as a business. Huge learning uh, in a practical way is how she, um, this leader really helped um, give my daughter a tool to help her solve this problem that she was having. Huge learning curve. And then that brought us around to, you know, how do you borrow confidence when you don't have it? I see this often when we have um, young nurses. That's my field, right? Young nurses who step up and they know a lot and they have some real skills, but heaven forbid if you say it out loud because you haven't paid your dues, you haven't taken your stripes, you haven't paid your licks, whatever sort of thing. So who are you to come up with these good ideas kind of thing? where you're new on a job and you have skills you want to share, but it's not really your place yet. You haven't been accepted. You don't have the authority, right? And so we talk about borrowing confidence or borrowing authority. Borrowing authority might look like, hey, so-and-so, my the CEO in this case, has asked me to gather this information from you. Can you help me out? Or how can I help you so that I, I can do this task that was asked of me, right? Um, so it's borrowing confidence. It's not saying, hey, I need this from you. Because who the heck are you to demand anything of me? You little 16-year-old, <laughs> right? Or you newbie, you new nurse, you new sales, whoever it is, right? Who are you? I mean, that's just human nature. Is it right? Nah, maybe not. But is it wrong to borrow authority and gentle your way in there? Absolutely not. I think it's very respectful to 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 borrow, borrow that authority while you're building credibility. That's the whole key. Borrowing confidence is the same thing. Borrowing confidence means I know that I have skills, but I'm not quite sure of myself yet. Borrowing confidence means I'm gonna put it on like a coat. Maybe I have a mentor, somebody who's guiding me along my path. I can borrow their confidence in me. Maybe I don't quite have it yet, but I'm gonna borrow it, right? It looks like putting on a coat, right? I take this jacket, once upon a time it wasn't mine. I put it on until it becomes me. That's borrowing confidence. It just doesn't imply any kind of faking or anything like that. It's not what borrowing confidence or borrowing authority or, or borrowing knowledge is. Borrowing knowledge, working knowledge, means that I'm doing the work required to learn a certain skill or to learn a certain uh, trade, and I'm putting it into practice, right? As a new nurse, a good example of that is uh, learning an IV. I remember I was so nervous to learn IVs, right? <laughs> I remember I got it. I had my mom. My mom's a nurse. She brought home an, an IV kit and I was going to stick her and I was going to practice on her because I was so nervous. Now that's true love for you. Let somebody poke you. There's a whole story behind that we won't get into because I digress. But that's borrowing confidence. I'm not sure of myself, so I'm going to practice that until, right, I'm putting it on until I own it. Now today, I can start an IV. You won't feel it. I can start an IV while I'm teaching complex trait care. 
can start an IV while I'm selling whatever, right? I can do that almost with my eyes closed, really and truly. Wasn't that way all the time. I had to borrow that. Borrow that meaning I put it on and I practiced it over and over and over again with a mentor, right? Until now I own it. Confidence is no different. Confidence in a social setting, if that's where you're getting hung up, that looks like maybe going to a networking event, taking along a partner, just like this booth mate of mine was there with her, uh, you know, person there from the company, right? And letting that person borrow that confidence and that skill. And you do that over and over again, and pretty soon you will own it. And you'll it'll feel more natural. And that's what we want right? Otherwise, it comes out really awkward, right? Uh, when I was learning that skill, I remember the first time I got a phone number from a prospect, and this person looked at me like I had three heads. It was very uncomfortable, right? Now, today, I can get anybody's phone number. I can make contacts with anybody, right? Um, but it's not something that's pressured. It's very natural now because I did it over and over and over and over again. If there's something you want to learn that's uncomfortable, I promise you, if you if you can settle into being uncomfortable for long enough, soon it won't be. I believe in you a squillion percent. Make it a great day. Bye, friends.